You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What do you do when life doesn't go according to plan? That moment you lose a job or a loved one or even a piece of yourself. I'm Brooke Shields, and this is Now What? A podcast about pivotal moments as told by people who lived them. Each week I sit down with a guest to talk about the times they were knocked off course and what they did to move forward. Some stories are funny. Others are gut-wrenching. But all are unapologetically human and remind us that every success and every setback is accompanied by a choice. And that choice answers one question. Now what? So the, you said you didn't eat a lot of meat growing up, which I no. think is kind of an interesting surprise to people. I would go to people's houses and I'm like, what is meatloaf? You're telling me <laughs> there is a whole thing of meat coming out and we're going to eat this with ketchup. <laughs> when I go to my parents, I'm like, "Where, where's the meatloaf? And they're like, oh, no, we don't eat meatloaf. We're going to have eggplant. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't want eggplant. Um, I, was, I revolted against the food kind of bad, but that's how I ended up becoming a cook. My guest today is the mayor of Flavortown himself, Guy Fieri. Guy is a chef, a restaurateur, an author, and an Emmy Award-winning host of shows like Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He may be one of the most recognizable culinary stars in the world, but he's also a philanthropist, a doting husband, a loving dad, and a great friend. He's had many now-what moments, a few of which I learned about in this interview. But through them all, he stayed humble and motivated. I know you'll like this interview, so let's dive right in. Here is Guy Fieri. First of all, I know you've got very little time, so thank you so much for joining me. I always have time for you. Oh. First, thank you very much for having me. This is awesome. I was just bragging that I get to go on Brookshield's podcast. <laughs> 
Second, uh, I love your sister. She is a riot. She is one of my favorite people in uh, in South Florida. She's something, right? So for everybody that doesn't understand, I have a house in Florida, in South Florida, and the house, the people that bought the house right next to us, someone says to me, by the way, that's Brooke Shields' sister. And I said, What? So I text Brooke and I said, your sister goes, yeah, my sister lives, bought a house right next to yours. <laughs> well, I don't even know these people, but I know that they're your, it's your sister and your brother-in-law. So I send them this really cool barbecue as a housewarming gift. I can't believe gift. it. And they're like, why did this guy send us this? And I just, and I, and I talked to him on the phone. I said, hey, I just, you know, I don't know you yet, but you're there. I'm not. But anyhow, we just became great friends. Getting those little mini videos from you all <laughs> hammered. And, and I know her so, I mean, obviously she's my baby sister, but I love that connection because it means more than you can know. And it just seems like meant to be. And it's so funny because now that I know your sister so well, and know you and have new and know you. Now I'm starting to get a much bigger picture of what goes on <laughs> in your world. And all I can remember is the first time I met you or the first time that you came on uh, my cooking show on Guys Big Bite. And still to this day, of all the guests I've ever had on my show, nobody has ever walked in, had as much swagger and as much of a unique situation as you did that day. And I don't know if you know what I'm referencing. I think I have an inkling. <laughs> I'm very lucky I still have all my fingers. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, we're not talking about you chopping anything off. No, no. <laughs> no, I know, I know. All right, so I'm sorry. I, I've been bowing. I've been excited to be on, so. You need to embarrass me a little. I'm okay with it. You've got to just give me, give people, give me a reference as to what you're talking about. I think I know, but. I'll tell you the story. If we're if we're going to start, so this is your show, and for some reason, I'm just babbling. So Brooke and I met, became friends, and I invited Brooke to come on my show, Guys Big Bite, which I shot in my backyard of my house here in Northern California. So anyhow, we're getting ready to film. It's a nice sunny afternoon, but a you know a little bit oh, brisk. And the producer says to me, he says, "Hey, can I talk to you for a second? He goes, "We have a, a wardrobe malfunction." Um, we need to, we need to, it was we, chilly. We have a it was something. chilly. It, it definitely <laughs> was chilly. So, you know, so, uh, the wardrobe people, everybody, it's all male, you know, there's a bunch of guys and but a the, lot of people, but the, the, uh, audio tech is, uh, really this really great girl, Jessica. And she's there and she says, uh, I, I know what to say. I know what to do. So she comes up and goes, uh, Ms. Shields, can I talk to you for a second? She goes, yeah. And she goes like this. And we're watching. Well, we all know what the conversation is because the 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 blouse that uh, Brooke, <laughs> Brookie had on, a bit revealing, just a touch. Well, nobody had anything to, to help the situation. So in the middle of this whole thing, and everybody is just standing there wide-eyed like, what are we going to do? Brooke, Brooke just yells and goes, hey. Anybody got any band-aids? <laughs> so the medical guy comes running over with the, with, the, with the medical kit thinking there's an emergency. And she just grabs a couple band-aids and says, hang on a second. <laughs> All right, coach, you put me back in. I'm ready to go. And from that day on, I'm just like, I know why you're a legend. I mean, we drank tequila. We laughed. I learned something. 
And I saw you, I don't think people know, I mean, maybe they do know, but there were a lot of people. And in one way, you are tied to all of them in one way, and most of them seem to be on the team. And I just, that type of loyalty and love for the people that you grew up with, that you know, is so inspiring and kind and and pure. And I just, that made me fall absolutely in love with, with who you are as a person. And in sort of preparing for this, I was trying to think of things I don't know about you. You say you were raised by hippie parents. So what does that mean for a childhood? Well, let me just get done fanboying for one more second. To hear you say all those nice things about me is is is, is overwhelming, but thank you. The tequila helped. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start sending tequila to people when they interview me on podcasts. <laughs> hey, here, drink half of this before you go. Um, so I was raised in a little town in Northern California. Did you ever see the movie Outbreak with uh, Dustin Hoffman? I did. Okay, so that was filmed in my hometown. Yes. That's a little town called Ferndale. And it's up by Eureka, California. So it's really far north. It's I live in the wine country here. So about four hours north of here is this little town called Ferndale. It's in a very famous area um, known as the Emerald Triangle, which was back in the day was known for all of its fantastic cannabis and so forth. But it's it's a great, it's a it's beautiful country. It's home of the redwoods. It's home of great fishing, outdoors, all kinds of stuff. But this little town, it's this little angelic town, man. It's unbelievable. So anyhow, I was raised by these, my mom and dad came from Columbus, Ohio. That's where I was born uh, in the back of a Volkswagen squareback, uh, squareback bug. Uh, my mom was a teacher. My dad was a college dropout. And and uh, they w- came up here to Northern California, opened up a leather shop called the Abraxas. My mom had long red hair. My dad had a big beard. We had a we had a, a Conaline van. This is no kidding. We lived in a Conaline van. Had they had five hundred dollars cash, one hundred and fifty pounds of wax, and a hide of leather. And that's how we that's how we ended up in Ferndale. Wow. So when I say raised by hippies, but they, my mom always says you have to. T- as a matter of fact, today is my mom's. 70th birthday, uh, 60th birthday. Today's my mom's 50th birthday, uh, but it's actually her real birthday today. Fifth, yes, please. You get it. By the way, what is it with you and me and birthdays? Do you remember when I called you? I was in the tunnel. I called you just out of the blue. It, this was like a while ago, and it was your sister's birthday. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Something about you and me and birthdays. My little sister Morgan that um, we lost, unfortunately, to cancer, but I keep that tattoo to remind me about her every day. But um, so anyhow, my parents were not dope smoking hippies, but self-made people. My dad had been in uh, submarines during Vietnam and all kinds of craziness. So, you know, just listen, just really smart people, hardworking people. Um, we ate a lot of macrobiotics. We were, I mean, I was eating sushi when I was eight years old. So in 1976, when people were, you know, had no idea what sushi was. My parents were pretty progressive in the food thing. So so you said you didn't eat a lot of meat growing up, which I no. think is kind of an interesting surprise to people. I would go to people's houses and I'm like, what is meatloaf? You're telling me <laughs> there is a whole thing of meat coming out and we're going to eat this with ketchup. <laughs> what I'd go to my parents, I'm like, Where, where's the meatloaf? And they're like, oh, no, we don't eat meatloaf. We're going to have eggplant. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want eggplant. Um, I, re- I revolted against the food kind of bad. But that's how I ended up becoming a cook was I was, uh, I was about eight, maybe nine. And I came around the corner one morning and my mom was cooking what I thought was chicken Parmesan. Um, but it was eggplant Parmesan. And I said, why can't we have chicken Parmesan? This is when life changed. 
why can't we have chicken parmesan like the like the normal families have? <laughs> well, after I got up off the floor from being hit with the frying pan, uh, no, she didn't hit me with the frying pan. Um, but after she says, listen, guy, if you don't like the way I cook, then you cook. So that day I went to the grocery store and John Maselli was the butcher. And I said, hey, John, I said, I want to I want to eat meat. And I said, what do I, what, what, and he goes, so I, he, I think he gave me ribeye steaks. Oh. And I said, what do you serve with this? And he's like, pasta. So I went over and I got pasta. And all I know is pasta and tomato sauce went together. So I cooked the pasta in the tomato sauce. And my parents come home and I've got dinner on the table. And my dad goes, what the? And I go, hey, 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 mom said, if I don't like the way you guys cooked, I could cook. And he's like, what? So he oh sits God. down. And he cuts into the steak and he, and I remember cooking it specifically. It had butter and soy sauce. That's the only thing I knew. And he takes a bite of it and he looks at me and he sets his fork and knife down and he looks right at me and he goes, guy, might be the best steak I've ever had in my life. (gasps) And I was like, oh God, I've got chills from that story. Now they were, were they vegetarian? We did it all. We did macrobiotic. We, I mean, and it wasn't vegetarian, like hardcore but it did. We go. We went through all different kinds of stuff. But we were a lot of steaming, a lot of steamed fish, a lot of, you know, a lot of very, yeah. Not when you want me. But my kids, no one would trade lunch with me at school, ever. I mean, I was like voodoo on the lunch game, okay? Because we baked our own bread. You know, we didn't have milk. We had powdered milk. I mean, we had, you, listen, we one time didn't have a refrigerator for six months, because the refrigerator broke. So my dad cut a hole in the refrigerator and then cut a hole in the bottom of the floor and was convinced that the cold air for the cellar would keep, because that's how it was done in the olden days, would keep the refrigerator cold. And then there was an ice block up in the top of the fridge. And that's how we would keep our our stuff cold. Oh my God. Do you, yeah. So do you think you'll ever open up a veggie or at least plant-based restaurant? Probably in the diet that we have at the house, 85% vegetables. I am a, I'm a veggie junkie. Um, I've, I mean, I've talked to my publisher all the time about the vegetarian cookbook that I want to write. I don't know that I'll go actually all vegan on a cookbook, although I do – I feature a lot of vegan and veg, vegetarian restaurants on uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Right. Because I think that – and this, was, this book has something to do with my little sister passing away. So my sister Morgan was 38 – had had cancer when she was four, then beat cancer, then lived a healthy life for 34 more years. And then at 38 got melanoma, which was a derivative of the type of cancer she had. And we ended up losing her and it was worse thing in the whole world. But while she was sick in that last year, I was cooking for her a lot. And I was learning a lot about alkalinity and pH. And I was learning just, just, and, and just really coming to a better understanding of the world of vegetarian and vegan cooking. And she used to make a joke all the time when she'd come for Thanksgiving that she goes, "Not, I don't want a bunch of grilled vegetables with basalmic glaze and basmati rice. Make me real composed dishes. So then I started to look at how all these different vegetables we have and these different grains and all these different methods and the techniques are a little bit different, but the flavor profiles and the textures can be very similar. So it changed my life as a chef. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Just going back a little bit to your beautiful sister, because you've talked to me about her, you've spoken about her. How did you cope with that period right after her passing? Well, okay, so my sister is, my sister gets sick. You know, she, the cancer comes back. She's a massage therapist, vegetarian, doesn't drink. Uh, mother of a eight-year-old boy, my nephew Jules, who is going to law school right now. Proud of him. Got him. Got him. Got him through high school. You know, got him into high school. Got him through high school. Got him because uh, it was my parents and you know Lori and I that raised him, and they lived right. My parents lived right next door to me, and uh, you know there were some bumps and bruises in those first few years when you when a kid loses his mom and she was a single mom. How old were your kids when the he became? A regular part of the, your the family. Other, the other kid. The other kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hunter was eleven or twelve. Ryder was four. But you know, Jules was always my sister and Jules were always very involved. They didn't live too far away from us. In uh, they lived down in Mill Valley. But anyhow, back back to the the, the question you'd ask because I'll go down rabbit holes all day. Um, my ser- my sister was. It, when is somebody four and a half years younger than you? But also, but as is, is your teacher. And we always got along great. We always had a really great relationship. She accepted my style and my way. And I was, you know, always a million miles an hour and, you know, trucks and heavy metal and, you know, craziness. And my sister was always grounded and going to African dance class and, you know, namaste and the whole thing. (laughs) And I never got it. I never, you know, I got her. She understood me, blah, blah, blah. Well, as she was, as she was, you know, Cancer was taking over and she wasn't going to do chemo again. She had done chemo as a kid. She says, I'm not doing it. We sent her to Puerto Rico. We sent her to Mexico. We sent her a couple different places to get alternative treatment. And she was very open about it. We were open as a family about it. It just killing me, killing me to watch my parents go through it. That was 
probably the hardest thing to see. Losing my sister was terrible. Watching parents aren't supposed to watch their kids pass. That's just not supposed to happen. Especially after they already went through that shit when she was four. Because I remember that real vividly, being at the hospital in San Francisco with her. But anyhow, um, here's where it gets really weird. My sister's passing away. We have hospice there, which if you ever want to make a donation to anything in this whole world, hospice is one of the greatest organizations. They're angels. They're earth angels. I can't say enough about them. I mean, it gives me goosebumps (sighs) anytime I can help them, I do. So my sister's passing away. We're all sitting there in her house and someone brings up, you know, when she passes, what are we going to, you know, someone says, going to cremate her. I said, you can't cremate my sister. That's the last thing in the world she wants is, you know, fuels to be used. And she wasn't a super earthy Uh. type person. But I said, so we found out about green burials. So we found a, a cemetery very close to where we live here in Northern California to do a green burial. So that's no casket. It to be the most beautiful way I've ever seen anybody buried. So my sister passes. She passes Saturday morning and we drive back to her house and all her girlfriends come, all of her friends from this community and they shroud her. They lay her on her massage table in the middle of the living room and shroud her in flowers and people come to visit. And it was the most, I mean, I'm, I'm a redneck, you know, I'm I'm sitting there looking at this going, is this for real? And it took all of that weirdness, mortuary organ musicness, you know, not that that's wrong. That's how people say, but it, it was a, it was amazing. I mean, I hope that's how it happens for me. I don't, I don't even know what to say. And then, and then, and then we took a, they made, they had a box and they, the kids drew on it and colored and Jules was there with his mom taking pictures. And then we were crying and it would go in and out of, you know, hysteria and, and discipline, sadness. And so, and then three days later, we all came together and we had a wonderful ceremony and cousins and people showed up and it was, she was shrouded in, in flowers in this, in this, in draped in this, and we lowered her in the ground and, I can't say that goodbye was, you know, easy and not having her was easy, but I will tell you something, the ritual and the celebration and the, and the real intimate, like feeling of contact and connection with my sister was unbelievable. That would have made her extremely, extremely happy. Thank you for sharing that story with me. I know that got a long, little long winded. I haven't ever, I don't think I've ever told that in a story. No, that's no, a, no, that's, no. I've never, it's, it almost got me teary eyed. And you have the beautiful tattoo honoring her. So this is what, I didn't get to that point, but I had that tattooed on my arm. It says namaste. And I didn't get it. I always used to make fun of my sister saying namaste, namaste. You know, not hippie day, namaste. Namaste, you know, I'm going to go. She was <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was talking to her girlfriends. We were outside and crying. And, and I said, what is the namaste thing? And it's really something I have adopted. It's something I've always lived by and I didn't know it. But it is something that I think is so true. And namaste, the the the... People, you can say it by God or power or the, but the God in me or the power in me recognizes the power in you. And if you really celebrate people as the center of their universe and like you really take the time to acknowledge people and recognize that from their perspective, they are the center of the universe because it's all being seen in their eyes. When you take the time to give people that recognition and that respect, then it really opens up a lot of, a lot of doors and just do it because that's how you should. You should treat everybody with respect. You don't know who they are. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I call this show, Now What? Because it's really about those pivotal moments, the things that change our lives, either for better or for worse, whether we realized it at the time. Other than that one, what is another moment that comes to mind for you? I was in a, uh, I was in a fatality car accident when I was 19 when I was in college. And, uh, I think I had a little bit, I wasn't driving. I was in the back seat, And unfortunately I was with a bunch of guys and the one guy, you know, and we were drinking and I think I was 19, 18 or 19 on my sister's birthday, by the way, you want to talk about weird. And, uh, we were, we were screwing off and we actually were down at the drag boat races in Las Vegas. And uh, this guy saw a cop and he was drinking and we were camping, not, you know, half a mile away. And uh, he took off and the got, we got chased and the car flipped and one of the, the guy next to me was killed. And it was horrific. And I was, throw, everybody was messed up and I, I had to go flight for life in the helicopter and the whole thing. And I woke up in the hospital uh, handcuffed to the gurney with everybody in that car saying I was the one that was driving they were all in the military together. They were in a campsite next to the campsite I was at. And I had been through enough, not near death things in my life, but kind of lived a little fast and hard and wild. And having to call my parents and tell them what was up 
and having to get an attorney and having to fight this potential situation. They came to the college and, uh, you know, arrested me in my dorm room, you know, picked me up and took me to the, you know, it was, it, it just got, it was going bad after worse because everybody was saying that I was, you know, and anyhow, they, the cops knew I wasn't, but it was like a real, like my dad told me, he says, you know, cut the shit. You're not invincible. You know, you can't, it's, it's not, you know, it's not, this isn't, this is for real now. You know, this is not, Get you know you're not in Ferndale you know you're not in your hometown anymore you're in Las Vegas you know you're big time so you gotta you gotta focus and you know there's all those mis it's the things I teach my kids all the time don't trust anybody to drive you don't trust what anybody puts in a drink and gives to you don't trust what anybody tells you that you know this is safe or this is smart you have to be the master of your domain you have to be in control of your environment and it was like wham. There is the, there's the, there's the 15, there's the 15% that I've been missing. And I will tell you, Brooke, it really was. And again, you tell me you're getting goosebumps out of me on everything. I was like, okay, okay. And my family didn't have any money. I'm not the smartest kid. Didn't get the best grades. Da, da, da. But if I'm going to win, it's, I'm going to win based upon how hard I play and how disciplined I am and how driven and how controlled I am. And if I do that, then, uh, then I have a better chance of getting through this. That was it. That is a now what moment. And you heard it. And your kids are really lucky that they have you and Lori as parents um, for so many reasons. How does parenting continue to change you? Oh, gosh. It's the greatest reflection of who you are. You know, that old saying is you, <laughs> see, you see in others what you don't like in yourself. You know, I got two boys that are both sides of me you know, and, and of Lori as well, but. <laughs> and they have a lot of energy uh, like you do. <laughs> well, it, one does and one, do, you know, one is one way and one is the other. I mean, Hunter and Ryder, I mean, they're best friends. They're oh. nine years apart, but the, the truth of it is, is, oh. you know, there's things that are so Ryder that are so me and then so Ryder and so Lori. And then there's things that are Hunter, so Ryder, so Lori, you know, Hunter's got this work ethic to do to, you know, and all the things he does and he works in the company and so forth. And then Ryder has this, personal self-drive ethic, but not the work ethic. You know, it's, it's, I cannot make sense of it. All I know is that if you will allow yourself to be a student of your kids, you will learn to be a better person. And or for me, at least I should say, learn to be a better person and learn to see the world on a much bigger plane versus believing that you know it all, that you have it all figured out and that everybody should follow your way. I believe everybody in this organization, this family, this tribe, this group should participate in the forward progression of what we do. I think you show that to the people around you. I think you take in the world. I think you show so much to the industry. And I'm curious about the role that food plays in that. How do you think food has shaped how you view and interact with the world? Um... So I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it, food was or food is for me. It's, it's my portal. I was never, I mean, I was okay athlete, not a real good, you know, not, not a real good student. I mean, okay. You know, B's, you know, um, when I got to college, I went to UNLV. When I got to college, I, I graduated UNLV with a three, three. I mean, otherwise GA, I was my general ed stuff. I was just kind of whatever, you know, I, I knew I had to go to college. That wasn't a question, but when I got into my industry, when I got into food, I knew this is what I want to do. I knew I wanted to do food when I was a kid. I used to fake being sick 
fake being sick go to, to go to school because I and we had the book The Joy of Cooking. I mean, it, they gave you oh, all God. the answers. They gave you the answers. All you had to do was take the stuff and follow. I mean, I, like I finally understood why reading was so important. I had this epiphany. So I loved this. Uh, so food was my, that was my vehicle. That was my platform. That was my, my thing. That was something I could always do. I mean, I wasn't the, the, yeah, I don't think I was the best looking guy in school, but I was a guy that knew how to cook. A lot easier to get a girl to go out with you when you can make shrimp scampi. You know, when, <laughs> when you can cook Shrimp something. Scampi. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good date food, is it? I thought so. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds sexy. Yeah. I mean, you know what? My husband is, a, is, is such a great cook. And one of the first things ever, he cooked me a meal. And it was revelatory for, for me. I, I was just like, What? is happening because you I make food? <laughs> don't cook. Yeah. So that was a, a revelation for, for me. Um, if you were to look back at your whole life, and it could be one word, it should be one word. What's your through line? See, there's the generic ones, you know, like love, because uh, I love things. I mean, I, I love, I am passionate about my family, I am passionate about anything I say I'm going to do, I do. Anything that I, so so loving something, like having real belief in something, having real connection to something, cars. I love my, my old hot rods. Anything that I get into, I get into. I mean, I am not, I'm an all or nothing kind of person about stuff. Yep. So that to me is it. But I think the, mo the thing that's the most important to me though out of everything is family. I mean, I, I have, my mom and dad are, I can't, you know, I write to him every time for any holiday or anything. I just say, I, I aspire to be you. My nephew, Jules, I never thought, I said this the other day, I never thought I could love another child like my child, but I love Jules like I love my two boys. I mean, he's just, he's so, you know, so it's, it's a crazy thing that, but no family to me and carrying on my sister's legacy um, and then also, you know, being so involved with my other family, with my extended family, with, you know, with my cousins and all the things that we get to do. And it's, it's just, so it's like, we, you know, I hold big family reunions. I can, I have the resources and the power to do it. We film it. You know, we, we did a family reunion. We went, we did a family reunion and won an Emmy for it. <laughs> and, oh, and God. It, you know, guys, family reunion. It was awesome. That was Guy Fieri. If you love him as much as I do, go watch one of his many Food Network shows or eat at one of his many restaurants or pick up any of his cookbooks. That's it for us today. Talk to you next week. Now What with Brooke Shields is a production of iHeartRadio. Our lead producer and wonderful showrunner is Julia Weaver. Additional research and editing by Darby Masters and Abu Zafar. Our executive producer is Christina Everett. The show is mixed by Bahid Frazier. Hold up. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.